Hey folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Todd Millard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I am here and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It's actually, the, the of 2020, probably the most beautiful night for the podcast. Of 2020. Sorry, 2021? I don't even know what year it is uh, anymore. Are you a full year behind schedule? That, that explains a lot. I haven't even come outside. I think, I think you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I've been locked down here. I, what is it? Is it even in the... Maybe it could be like the, the year 3000 by now. The I have longest no idea. year of our life, and he can't even keep track of it. No, we can't do it. I'm still on March break of 2020, so that's okay. That's it. Uh, and what else we got on? Well, you as you heard, your dad tonight. yeah, I don't even know if I need to, right? Because he's just going to blurt out anyway. Like I was going to say, is your mic hot? Now we know it's hot. But yes, we have the patriarch of redneck country, my father, real redneck, Don Millard. Dad, unfortunately, yes, uh, your mic's hot. I am here. A beautiful night for a podcast and a walk. It's lovely out. The snow's gone. It's mild. I'm not wearing three coats, a scarf, and a neck neck muffler. This a awesome. neck muffler. Yeah. Neck thing muffler. We could use a muffler, but I don't think we need it on his neck. Yeah, I tell you, you can turn that truck off at any time because uh, we're, we're done. We're done with this snow. You think and, so? And I, I don't know. I heard Monday it's coming again. I, I used I, I'm, it, global warming's almost another month of it running in my laneway. We could get somewhere. We can get there. And I tell you what, if you uh, wait long enough, my house will be in your front yard because the wind here is unbelievable tonight. Is it really? I actually had to come inside so I could be heard. Oh, it died down here. It was windy all day. Really windy. It was blowing garbage. It was our garbage day. It was blowing cans and boxes down the street and then emptying them and like garbage all over the place. But it's, it's died down now. Dad was yeah, dad, dad was grocery shopping and yard sailing. So well, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> you just stop things as they come by if they, they interest you. <laughs> that a Joe Louis still on the wrapper? Grab that thing! <laughs> but I tell you, I'm kind of worried. My boat's out in the uh, the front yard there, and I, I got home from work, and it was swaying and rocking was around. Say, and was it in your backyard when you went to work, and now it's in your front yard? <laughs> I'm kind of worried about that. We started to get a little bit more interested. I ordered a battery charger today for it and oh, uh, started to get some bits and pieces and stuff ready to go for uh, for the springtime. And it getting warm enough now that I think that we can start to do the varnishing and, and getting the wood finished so that uh, when when uh, the ice goes out, we can actually get the, get it in the water. And you're going to do it. You're in, huh? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all in. I mean, I've, I've got two batteries now. I got a bunch of stuff uh, that, that I was waiting for, you know, from a financial standpoint, just to <laughs> get get the money in the right spot so I could uh, afford to invest in the last bits and bobs. And and now it's just a little bit of time equity, and and we're 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 rolling. Time so. equity. Yep. <laughs> It's it's tough you've, to find time to do these small projects. You've plumbed brought the intelligence tonight. Yes, well, we need some time equity, and time we will equity, have yeah. we will have the vessel in yeah, the H two O. We need to invest in ourselves, and to do that, the equity is. I don't know what I'm going to say here, but I got my <laughs> cup of tea, and we're going to say uh, yes. This is where we're going tonight. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so hey, what's with the sticker? I saw a, a sticker, sticker on Facebook. Sticker. You you joined a new club or what? Yeah, well, and I didn't even know it. So it's so cool. I, I thought that was the neatest thing. And I, I'm almost jealous because as Redneck Country, maybe we need to look into something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, it's, it, I, I just went online and now I got the kayak 
And now what is really friggin' cool is the fact that they've opened up like fishing tournaments and I, you can't say virtual cause you're not playing video games. Like you go do it, but they're not, Oh, okay. You got to come to Lake Simcoe and it's for this time to this time weigh-ins at this time go. Right. And you got 50 boats show up and they're all the big bass boats. Da, 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 da. So I knew there was kayak fishing tournaments for bass and stuff like that around, but this is like the coolest thing. So I found this and it is a, a bass group for kayaks, so the, uh, a kayak bass group, but they also have tournaments that now you just need this hog trough is what they call it, which is how you measure the fish, but they're all virtual. So now it's like anywhere in your state, you're between this date and this date or this time and this time, you go pick a lake, pick a pond, whatever, go out in your kayak and fish. You catch the bass, you put it in the trough, you take the picture and you have to have like your license and registration, whatever with it and, and then send it in. And then you get, you're entered in the tournament and you've entered <laughs> that fish. And so it doesn't, it's not like, so in a way the COVID is kind of made this really, really neat. So now they've brought yeah. it here too. And so anyway, I found this, this Facebook group and I joined it. And when I joined it, they're like, Oh, go to our website and, and go there too. There's some forums and stuff like that. And so I did, and I, I just signed up and it, it, and it says, you know, it's free. You put in your email and you put in your address and you, you put in all that jazz. So I did all that. And lo and behold, I got it. I got a decal. I got a membership card, and and I didn't pay a thing or nothing. And so it's kind of cool. Holy smokes! Yeah, yeah, right. You're legit now. You, you you've got that sported on the side of your kayak or your 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 truck, and and you'll be known everywhere you go with well, the kayak fishing mafia or whatever you call yourselves. <laughs> well, I haven't put it on yet because I don't know what to do. It is just cool. So the, the Facebook group is called Kayak Bass Fishing. And so yeah. I went and joined that, and then they have a website. So I joined, yeah, I got a membership card. I got a, I got that decal. I got another waterproof decal that in case, you know, you're, you're supposed to put on your kayak with your address and everything in case it gets lost. Hopefully somebody will return it. I don't know. I guess with the yeah. wind that we have right now, mind you mine's sitting right here beside me in the house so i'm okay it hasn't for now. moved yet well it did it went from the dining room to my my down in my downstairs living room your wife is a saint you know that <sighs> easy i'm you can, thankful she doesn't listen to this <laughs> <laughs> she puts up with a lot more than you I'm would ever know yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, do you get style points for staying in the kayak? Because I'm seriously concerned about your safety and health and well-being with this kayak. And you seem to try to convince me that you're going to stay in it for a day of fishing, but I, I, I can't see it. My dude, I'm telling you, these things are rock solid stable. Like, hey, you sit way up on top with like a 360 swivel seat. It's not a sit-in kayak. You're on it. But then... The, the videos I've seen online, you, the guys are standing up fishing like they're on a bass boat, uh, like on the deck. Okay. And then there's guys sitting on the edge with their feet hanging in the water, reach down, lip a bass, pull it out. I mean, how many boats can you sit on the edge like that and hang your feet over smaller vessels? And that thing doesn't kind of like you do that on 12 foot aluminum. You're going swimming. Well, I'll be there for the first time. You know, I, I, I'm anxious to get out there with you and 
I, I told, like I told you before, I just I'll bring a change of clothes and and I'll, I'll only pack a small amount of tackle. You better buy a dry bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my phone will be in a ziplock bag. <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah, and then on, then you can make your decision whether you want to go on or not. Yeah, exactly. Like, sink or swim. The test pilot there for me. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> because he won't sit still he won't stand still he'll be one side to the other so so well, this I mean, is my fear yeah yeah, well, yeah. oh All my guaranteed. gosh it's not I'm the fact that the kayak is not uh, indestructible tip he's just he's gonna go over I, well i'll bring some joe sticks bill we'll do like american gladiators yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. last man standing fishing pole canisters like the holders and we'll 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 dance <laughs> we're getting close to a few seasons too you guys doing any uh drive scouting seeing any birds in fields or seen a whack load because the weather's getting yeah. nicer right and so dad was just saying this so we went we went uh we went trap shooting last night yeah yeah yesterday afternoon and so we we flew down to the gun club and on our way there was there was some i was i was pointing them out i mean dad and and his buddy bill there i don't know if they could see that far and uh hmm. it, they might have fallen asleep on the way but mm-hmm. i i was pointing them out <laughs> <He's> just, mm. <laughs> i was there's there's five turkeys hey there's eight turkeys and so yeah i was i was and and in spots where we have like rabbit hunted before but we've never turkey hunted so i don't know i said we might have to go get permission there but but i was seeing them out quite a bit yesterday yeah so i'm pretty pumped and in the deer they were everywhere too the deer but. are herding up They're big big groups of deer like 30s so dad's got a theory break your theory down on the deer thing dad what well they herd up in the spring yeah but you i'm like man there's a lot of deer around he's like well people think that this area there's a lot of deer in this area there's a lot of deer in that area because they see all that but really it's where you would normally see one or two quite often now you see all 15 20 25 together yeah, yeah. so he said it's the same amount it's not like there's a lot of deer they're just all herded up so when you see them you see them oh yeah i got a friend takes pictures they, they herd up in his fields every spring he's counted up to 70 in, in one herd and oh, there's, there's a lot of deer, right deer around where we live here. There's a lot of deer that there is. out in the bush. That there is. We probably have the best, yeah. the best but hunting. But when they herd and up, it's nothing to see 40, 50, 60 deer together. But that's they crazy. just come together. And then right now, the geese are pairing up. Like we had, I don't know, probably seven or eight pairs of geese when we pulled into the gun club. And I could hear geese everywhere. They were all around us in all the cornfields, but they were coming in in pairs. And leaving in yeah. pairs, and then they'd come back, and then they'd leave. <laughs> yeah, they were working on one of the traps. The guy came over, Bill, Bill Malcolm came over, and he says, his hands are just full of grease. He goes, you want some some camo paint on your face? <laughs> I said, you know what? <laughs> yeah. If it was a week ago and season was open, you'd be, I'd be laying out there over there in that field. Heck yeah. Yeah, he says. The, uh, the amount of geese that we're seeing down, I'm, I'm seeing down, I drive from Richmond Hill, uh, north uh to bury here and the a lot of farm fields and, and fields and the geese are just piling in now and i'm thinking well, too bad the season wasn't now because they're everywhere around here yeah yeah and the swans are coming back yeah yeah I, actually I, I saw some uh, a couple weeks ago yeah yep but, spring has no, sprung yeah, it, it, the, the worst part is I had to put snowmobile away last weekend because you know we're getting warmer weather and stuff and <laughs> did you get your over, money's but, worth no, you know what? I think I did. I mean, we, it, I went out a lot more this year than I ever did. I invested more into it because I broke 
it almost every time I went out. But <laughs> now next year I've got a new snowmobile and probably <laughs> no snow, but we'll see. <laughs> but one of the last times I went, I didn't get really a chance to tell you this, but I've kind of figured out why there's no rabbits or turkey around here. Um, Violet and I went for just oh, a little yeah, bit. Oh yeah, you texted me this. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I'm no no word of a lie. I saw seven coyotes. Uh, back behind the house and it was it, we went two kilometers one way and then we came back so by the time i got to the end of the field uh, underneath the hydro wires I, I made a left and uh, i went down this chicken coop or chicken farm uh, type type uh, deal that they got and violet points out hey there's a there's a coyote she just taps me on the shoulder as we're going we're going fast because i wanted to see if there was a uh, coyotes because the tracks were everywhere and sure enough two two coyotes uh, uh, and then I think there was a third one there. Yeah, no, there was four coyotes right there. And then we got to the end of the field. There was another one running away and we came back in another section. We saw like, it's just, there's no wonder that there's no small game or turkeys you around here or deer for that matter anymore. What I took in from that whole conversation. What's up? Bill's got a new excuse for being the almost guy when it's deer hunting season. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm almost thinking I should be doing a, a few coyote hunts here and, and starting to, to thin out the herd. No but, doubt. Uh, it, you know, we used to, we used to see, um, yeah, turkeys and, and, you know, I've shot deer back there and stuff, but over the last, I'd say four years, it's thinned out to a point where I, I don't see any deer, uh, turkeys. I, I hear one road over, and the coyotes at night. Well, I mean, we were even on podcasts, and you can you could hear them in the background, <laughs> sometimes howling so close to the house, right? So, time to start thinning out that herd, yeah, and eliminating excuses. Time to do the house the housekeeping. Yeah, I'm anxious to see when I go if I get out there doing some goose hunting, and I got my uh, small spread of decoys out. If I uh, start stalking that them, turns into a coyote hunt. <laughs> Tell you what, I've had to stalk my turkey decoys. I shot one while I was turkey hunting for the, for the same deal. I was calling turkeys, uh, you know, early morning turkeys are gobbling back and forth. And, um, I was hunting with Peepy. Um, it's decoys. And all of a sudden he, he says, Bill, coyote, coyote. And, and off to my, my right, probably about 60 yards, um, to my right, I got the crossbow. I'm not shooting with the gun. We're, we're there. We wanted to get one with the crossbow and, uh, sure enough, this coyote was stalking my decoys, come right across, but it was 30 yards broadside, and I let, it, let him have it. And he went, uh, I don't know, he tearing, tearing off him. He didn't make it 100 yards before he ran out of blood and piled up right there. So, <laughs> you know, I've, I've shot turkeys while I was, or, uh, uh, coyotes while I was turkey hunting for sure. I've could have. And that was, I've had it where I've had a couple, a couple encounters that were made me a little uncomfy. I've had it. it they were so close that I'm sitting against a tree and I put my, my stake blind around me and I got my decoys. I got my, my Jake at, and this is when I, I used to religiously hunt with a Jake and a hen. It was just probably 15 or so years ago, but I put my Jake out at, you know, 15 yards and my hen out at 30 with the theory that they're going to come past the hen to the Jake first, right? To beat it up. Yep. And I'm sitting there. And next thing I know, I got movement to my right and I look and it, that coyote's just come out of the woods right on the edge. And he's like eight yards from me. And at this point, what goes through my head and I've had it with raccoons come down the same tree. I'm sitting against too, and standing like right, just sitting right there, not know you're there. Cause you're not barely even moving. And, and then you're going, okay, 
What is the fight or flight distance that is going to be? So at this coyote at, at eight yards, if I move and he sees me, is that far enough away that he thinks I can get away? Or is it close enough that it's, holy crap, I've got to attack? And Coon at four yards or three yards is same thing. Okay, don't yeah. move at this very moment because if I move and this thing doesn't like it and freaks out, he's too close to even get my gun on him. Like we're we're in the rabbit squirrel ripping all over Todd. So yeah, that's that's my 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 big worry. He was that close. I moved and he took off and like dead afraid of me. And then the other time I was bow hunting turkey. And, uh, which might lead me into another story where I want to, where, where I was thinking of, of, of mentioning tonight, but I was hunting Turkey in a tent and I had movement right beside me, like right. And I shoot through windows. And so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, boom, there's movement. Holy geez. And I didn't know what it was. Cause it was just movement. I couldn't see it. Well, and then on my right movement and I'm like, holy crap, is that two turkeys? And I got, I got one decoy out in front of me at 10 yards and so I'm not even moving. I'm just sitting there because even through shoot through windows at that close. And I'm thinking I yeah, need him to get in front of me, but not right beside me because I can't move. So I'm just frozen. And next thing I know, it was two coyotes and right up. I couldn't see them. They were that close to my tent. They were below my window ledge. So they, so they were creeping up on my decoy. And then I looked and there's another one way out at about 50 yards coming around on the other side and another one to my right coming around the other side. So four of them were closing in on my decoy. And so I put my, I went to reach for my bow and I picked it up. And soon as I made motion through that shoot through window, they were that right in front, like they, they see me and they took off. Gone. Yeah. 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 The, the, you know, every time I bow hunt and I see a coyote, it instantly turns into a coyote hunt. Gun hunting, it doesn't really, you know, I've let them go yeah, in black powder. I've let them go quite a bit in black powder. Well, I was just going to say when gun hunting, it's different. I, I don't know. I, I've, I've had the opportunity to shoot them while I was, uh, actually it was a black powder hunt up North and, and I let one pass and I kind of regretted it too, but five minutes later, deer walked out and I shot it. So, you right. know, if I, yep. I got to thinking afterwards, if I had a shot the coyote, I would never have got the opportunity to shoot the deer. Well, and people say this, right? Because so with the coyotes, people think as soon as I see a coyote, Oh, my hunt's over, yada, yada, yada. But let me tell you something, how many times you've gone for a hike in the bush and got close enough to see a deer. And then how many times, what you don't realize a lot of times is that deer may look like it runs away, but it will circle way wide and come back back behind the danger because it knows you're going that way and so with yeah. coyotes i believe it's the same thing when a coyote comes through it may push the deer a little bit but they're gonna at as soon as they can they're gonna break to the side and get back around behind that coyote because the coyote's moving that one way and so they'll get behind it so if you have a coyote come through and go by you if there's a deer behind you that deer quite possibly could go down around and, and then show back up in front of you because it was going around out of the way of the coyote. And so I find that, yeah, they, they bring down a lot of deer right through, through the year. But if you're, if you're deer hunting and had a coyote go by, you gotta, and, and haven't, and haven't had any movement or seen anything. There might not be a, people are like, Oh, my, my hunt's ruined. I don't know. You know, I've, I've yeah. shot deer from a four wheeler ripping through pushes the deer to you. Right. And they'll get out of its way and come wide around it. And you think, Oh, there goes my hunt. Nope. It just it's moved gone. the yeah, deer no, towards those, you. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I have no problem shooting a coyote uh, at the right time and 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 helping you know save a turkey, save a fawn, save that because there's just so many more around. Actually, I did a a small game survey for the ministry the other day. Uh, they sent me a. Um, it was funny. They sent me a little pamphlet and they, they said, Hey, you've been randomly selected to do survey. I'm like, yeah, you, you choose the almost guy to do a small game survey. Hey, good on you. Right? But, so I, I did. They even have I, to hit the conservatives bill. The, yeah, the, the, you know the conservationist. I'm a, a severe the conservationist. conservationist. And, and I, uh, <laughs> I, I told him I missed a bunch. I've seen a whole bunch of, uh, there, but I actually, what I did say was I think the amount of small, small games being affected to the, the coyote population. And I, would love to see it here like it is in St. Thomas is actually what I wrote on the there. Not that I've ever hunted your way, but yeah. the stories, I mean, I, maybe I suppose you guys can tell a good story, let alone have a bunch of rabbits piled up in front of you. But, you know, I, I think there's enough small game that you guys could make a hunt of it. If, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, all, all the time. Right. Like, and that's what, I don't know. What are your thoughts that I think I'd have a hard time moving away because we live in yeah. in a pretty decent mecca of of animals. Right. Like we there's maybe ducks aren't as as popular, but we got a lot of geese, got a lot of turkey, got some amazing deer and some good size ones. Look in the record book and see where they come from. Right. And then rabbits, not a problem. Could find whack load of those. And we got our fair share of coyotes. Don't get me wrong, but we also have a fair share of coyote hunters. So so yeah, but but yeah. So you actually put that on there. Yeah, we want it to be like that area. Even I did. Even just the weather. You go an hour north. You get north of London, and it's like a snow and storm belt. And North London always gets more than South London. Yeah. we're just it's a little harder on the turkeys, right? South London, and then you go an hour east or an hour or an hour and a half west. There's snow belts you got to go through if you're going anywhere. Yeah, we're in a good little, good little spot. I think good little. Yeah, you guys got it pretty good down there. Yeah, you go anywhere in yes. the winter, and you figure, okay, I got to get, I got to get an hour east of here before I'm out of the snow belt. I get get an hour east, and I've got an hour drive after that. Get through the and hope there's no snowstorms, and then, and then the same way with west, and same and way that's, with north. That's hard on populations, right? That's hard on turkey populations, and and stuff like that for sure. Foraging for food if it's a harder winter than sure so. So, yeah, but I, I think the population this year is going to be good. I mean, the, the winter wasn't as harsh. I think the beards are going to be longer. I just said um, this last night, too. Here's my here's my here's my grumble is when it's nice this early. I believe oh, yeah. the turkeys <laughs> start to breed earlier. And yep. so it's going to be a harder hunt because they're going to have already gone through cycles hens will be nested it and some guys will say well the hens are nested that I mean the toms are going to roam i think they're going to be lazy it's going to be they're going to be smaller birds because you'd think they're going to be bigger because they've been able to eat but we're going to be on the back side of what i'm going to call the turkey rut where those turkeys running around looking for hens and and wearing off all that food that they've got so that's just, yeah, I think my you're right. Thought. I mean, I've seen that in, in numerous, uh, numerous years before where the, uh, we, uh, there's still snow on the ground, uh, at Easter and I'm going up to my parents' place and calling birds right into me. They're ready to, to breed at that point in time. And it works three weeks away from the season. To yeah. start, you know, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, I'm, I said that drive. I said, man, it might be a, it might be a harder Turkey season this year. It well, just might be this COVID stuff right sizes itself. And maybe I can shoot down there for a, for a morning or Heck something. Yeah. Oh yeah. See what you guys got going on. Yeah. Be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or something down. It'll be after yeah, we get ours. Right. Because we don't want none of that jinx and, you know, you, you know, go you hunt with that yeah, almost guy, it wears off on you, then what you do, right? Then next yep. thing you know, what are we talking about? We're talking about tea and, and knitting sweaters or something like that because we got no stories anymore. Hey, we can do that. I mean, <laughs> not in this podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told you. I, my mom sent me something today, too. She thought it was pretty pretty funny. Actually, I have to tell you two stories. She listened to the podcast. Uh, oh, no. Had, she hates me more now? <laughs> no, because you didn't talk much on that one. It was one of Emily. Does she listen to them all or just certain ones? <laughs> I think certain ones. Uh, she gets to some of the ones that they maybe not have much of uh, uh, her interest uh, to listen to a bit and then turn it off. But uh, so far I haven't been swatted or, or my life hasn't been threatened. So she has <laughs> certain ones. So, <laughs> but the one that she did listen to that she, she was very, uh, said went quick and it was very, very informative. Formative was the one that Emily was on. That. And she had a, a lot of positive to say about that. Oh, she was like, Oh, when she got to the end of it, she said, Oh, it's already over, you know, cause it was, very very informative and she didn't know that there was that much going on in the background so right on yeah, so she really liked it eh yes that's yeah, what she did and uh, she sent me something today uh on facebook my brother and i about how how golf should be and it, it was uh, i think you've seen it uh, they're at the driving range and the guys with the shotgun shooting yeah. golf balls are in the air beside <laughs> the other ones and she figures we've got a new sport that we should be doing it <laughs> so i i love when our parents send us stuff on social media because yeah. you've probably <laughs> seen it seven years ago but they're just yeah. getting on there now and like like, wow, look at that. Yeah, you, I've, I've had that sent to me 48 times. <laughs> it's it's the, the rodeo stuff too, right? The people see the little kid on the on the bull pretending he's J.B. Mooney coming out of the shoot in his living room. Yeah. On this, and then you get that sent to you 46,000 times. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate the fact that they can still use a computer and they're, they're able to, to communicate that way. I was on... Sunday, Look at that. You're such yeah, a nice was, son. And here, I just uh, went live know, uh, half an hour ago because I've now pawned my dad off on my kids. He was asking how to get closed captioning on Netflix. And I'm like, the kids are sitting right there. They know Netflix. He's yours. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I was sitting in bed Sunday morning, Saturday morning. I don't remember what day it was. And, you know, before I got up, uh, I put uh, scrolling through Facebook. And my dad, <laughs> he, he Facebook uh, FaceTimed me. <laughs> and, and I'm laying in bed and, and I hit, I well, hit, that's not you know, creepy at all. <laughs> I hit decline and, and I was going to get up and I, he called right back and I said, Hey, I'm laying in bed. I'll give you a call back in five minutes. <laughs> so I, I, I called him I said, uh, on Facebook. I said, Hey, what's up? And he says, Oh, I saw this little green dot and I had to ask your mother what it was. And when, when I found out it was you online, I thought I'd just hit it and see what happened. I'm like, oh, it's like seven o'clock in the morning. I, mean, I just I thought I'd sleep in for a but little bit. But you were online, you know? no? <laughs> yeah. It showed but you were guess, online. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. He was trying to figure out what that meant. And all of a sudden, hey, there's my mom and dad on the other end eating their breakfast and having coffee on Saturday or Sunday morning, whatever it was. So, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> technology, eh, Don? Yeah. 
I, I refrain from a lot of that stuff. Oh, come now. No, I do. <laughs> My wife is on it all the time and sending stuff. And Mom's a stalker. And I'll, she doesn't want friends. Yeah. She just wants to follow so she knows what's going on. I'll say, did you see this or did you see that? And she'll say, yeah, I saw that an hour ago or I saw that this morning. Seven uh, years ago. I don't have to. I know she's. if there was a response, she's made it and I don't have to get involved. That's it. Sometimes it's better to yeah. be ignorant and not get yeah. involved. Social media. I tell you what, yeah. I, I, what I, I almost hate is when they tell me, when when they get texting each other and include me, like you can send message or text to. Four oh, you people. hate that. I hate because we could take you out. I, I keep yelling at her. Will you please take me out of the group? I'm trying to watch a movie and I'm hooked up to my comp pilot. And every time I get a message, it's ring, 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 ring. I can't hear the movie. And I'm, and they're going back and forth. And they're like, there's three or four of them all commenting. And I keep yelling at her, take me out of the group. And in the next breath, if he could, then you're, you go out for dinner with him or something. And they'll be like, what? Why didn't anybody tell me that? Well, because you wanted to take yourself out no, of the group. She always fills me in later. <laughs> She fooled me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You and mom communicate. Yeah. All the time. That's what happens uh, after uh, you know, 40 years of marriage right? or whatever it is. 50, oh, yeah. 50 something years of marriage. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, social media. Yeah. Okay. So now you, you baited me with that. <laughs> I don't know if you know if you did, but you did because Ooh. you would bring it up this social media deal and then turkey hunting. And so, I have no idea what you're talking about. well, I know you no don't because I haven't about. even, I haven't even said anything and this isn't my MO. My MO is because I'm, I, I find too much humor in, I've been told you're not serious enough many times through my life. And oh, it, yeah. it depends. I mean, I can be, I think I have an alter ego or maybe, a completely other personality. I don't know which yet, but regardless, they got help for that kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> no, that's not, that's just a bonus, right? You get two tots <laughs> for the price of one. So <laughs> anyway, I'll leave that one alone. Yeah, right. Right. So I love, I love being, I guess you call it a troll. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts where I'll say something. I already know the answer to it. I just like to bait people. However, this, this was not that, that point, that, I don't know, case in, in this respect. So I'm on one of the Facebook groups and some dude says I'm new to Turkey hunting and I'm just curious. I got this new shotgun. What would you think is my effective range? So it depends on how we're talking, right? There's so many facets and so many variables. And so there's a bunch of comments, but I chimed in and I'm like, well, it's zero if you're a bad shot. Well, right, which is which is where I was going to go. And I ended up for the first time I think I've ever done it, Bill. I deleted my comment, which what? then deleted all the comments below because I love that kind of stuff. If I got lots of phone battery, oh, let's dance, baby. I love <laughs> and I, I, I judge people's intelligence by how witty they are and how they could come back. And it, very seldom am I that impressed. There's a few that impress me very seldom. And I, so I just have, a, and then I'm like, oh, this person's probably in the corner crying because I don't take anything serious enough. I just laugh at it because this is Facebook. What do I care? I don't care what anybody thinks. I, I'm me. I know who I am. So, and, and, and I just be me. And so I, I have a blast, but I guess other people have other personalities. I need to be cognizant, but regardless. So I get on there and I was like, well, I've shot them at over 70 yards. In fact, 
I have one on my wall that I shot at over 70 yards. And I said, and it dropped. I, I had to chase it down across the plowed field, took the shot and it rolled. And so I leave it at that or some, something along those lines. And so some guy chimes in and he has to say, well, that was just a Hail Mary. Uh, well, duh. I mean, now, now let's stop and look at this. Every shot you ever take, is it a guaranteed thing? No, no there's no guarantees. Have you missed turkeys close range? Probably. Uh, I'm not going to admit to that. You're, you're recording this. <laughs> right? But, so I'm like... Well, of course it was a, a Hail Mary. I mean, how often do you trace? So the way that this story went was we sat there, and I think I've shared it a little bit, so I'm going to paraphrase a bit, but we sat there all morning, no turkeys, 1030 came along. We had a buddy that had never hunted before. He didn't even have a hunting license, but he came along, wore some of my camo, sat beside me. Dad's on the other side. We've got some robotic decoys out. You push a button, they go up and down. And so we sat all morning, not seeing a turkey. And I told this guy, this is the turkey mecca, man. Like you could swing a dead cat, kill a turkey and not a thing, not a gobble not a turkey like it was absolutely the weirdest i wonder if he was related to you so we're, yeah. we're sitting there well next thing you know it's like quarter after 10 maybe 10 after 10 we got to leave at 10 30 because he's got a meeting at 11 that we got to get him to so it's got to be 10 after 10 quarter after 10 and he all of a sudden says there's a, there's a turkey out there and i looked up and there is this big tom so I'm like, oh crap. I reached down and I hit the remote on the hen, which is 20 yards to our left. And so not in front of us, because I learned, man, they'll hang up at 30, 40 yards past that, trying to get the hen to come to them and they're out of range. So it's 20 yards directly to our left along the tree line. I want it to come to it and not look at us. Look at that hen. So I hit the robotic hen and it looks at it. It doesn't care. And it keeps on walking across the field. And it's probably 60 yards out. And it disappears into the woods. Well, it wasn't five, ten minutes later. And here he comes back, coming back across the field. So now I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit him with some calls. Forget the robotic head. So I'm, well, he stops, stretches his neck way up and looks. And the, and the field is a plowed cornfield. I mean, it's rough. And it rolls. And so he's probably on the second knoll out there. And now he's probably at 65 yards ish. He's coming back almost the same path, but that's a long ways away. So I, and he stretches up and looks, he brings his head back down and I'm thinking he's going to walk right to us. He turns, but to us and walks directly away. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Well, as he goes down that next knoll, I said to dad, you care if I run after that turkey? And dad looks and puts a chuckle on. And I said, do you care if I go after that turkey? You ain't going to catch no turkey. <laughs> we got to leave in five minutes. Do you care if I get up and I run across this freaking field after that turkey? Because I'm thinking if that I, I couldn't really judge the, the hills at how much slew. If I could kind of run hunched over, I might be able to get close enough and close the gap before he sees me from the rolls in the hills. And if I can close that gap enough, I could get a shot. He says, you ain't getting, I don't care what you do. I'm gone. I am up and in my big clod hopping boots, I am booking it across. Well, I get over the first knoll. There's four hens sitting right there. We didn't even know. They were 20 yards from us over the knoll. We didn't have a clue. They're, and they and take off flying. Well, if that doesn't make him turn around and look right at me, and I'm full on running as fast as I can in a plowed field, 
in big freaking boots. And so he looks back at me and instead of running straight away, he turns right and starts to head for the woods. Well, now I, I can close that gap a little bit because he's not running away now. He's running directly sideways from me. So I keep running and he's booking it for the woods and just, I figure he's got about 10 steps and a turkey can run freaking quick. I figure he's got 10 steps before he meets that edge of that woods. I planted my feet, thump, thump, put the gun up, swung through, pulled the trigger. And at the time I was shooting an 870 Wingmaster, pull, no, an 870 Express, uh, Meg, uh, waterfowl edition. I put it up, pull the trigger and keep swinging. He, he's still running. I shuck a shell. I take two steps. I put the gun back up to take a shot again. And that's when he rolled over. It literally took that long for the pellet to hit him, to sink in and for him to reel and then boom, 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 and roll over. He had a heart attack. Yeah, maybe. I turned around and looked at dad and I start fist pumping in the air and dad's going, whatever, let's go pack up. I'm like, no, you remember this, don't we, you? Dad? We never, ever did. We could just see Todd from the way stop over the knolls. And we never did see the bird. I just know he stopped, put the gun up, started swinging to the right, made the shot. And then like six, seven seconds later, he's fist pumping. And I looked at his buddy and I went, is he kidding us? Like, like <laughs> come on. And he said, like, no. he like, I think he is. It. He's, he's really celebrating out there. <laughs> oh, I was pumped. I was on cloud nine. So dad gets up. Goes, come on. I'm like, I got it. I got it. So they come out and dad's like, well, holy crap. So dad walked and pasted off what 74 paces, right? Dad. Yeah. So it's about over 70 yards. Like dad doesn't take small steps. And so like that was unreal. And so there was, I went and I had it, it, that the ministry, actually, I took it to get mounted because that's a story, man. You put that on your wall and that's a story yeah, to tell sure. people. Right. So we took it down to snook and, and had him mounted and that, and he calls me and says, I got to hold it. This bird's so old that we got to bring the ministry in the ministry. They want to age it. I don't care. Whatever. Like you're going to mount it anyway for me. It's going to be a while, whatever works. And so I told my buddy that, oh, wild turkey's the best you ever had. Well, let me tell you that bird was tough. It did not. It was was one of the toughest birds I ever ate. But regardless, that was the story. I then took it to a show where Frau was, which is the, the, they keep the record book for our province, right? For deer, for turkey. And I took it and it's 16th in the province. And to this day, it still holds at 16th. Now for me, that's a big freaking deal because a lot of turkeys are shot in a year across the province. And to make that, to make it into that number from number one to number 16, there's not much difference. And so to be 16th is, is pretty freaking cool. So I'm pretty proud of that bird. And the fact that you have that whole story, like that was, it wasn't just a small Jake. This was a 16th largest in the province that I shot and I did it on the run over 70 yards. So, and I got two witnesses. So anyway, I, I, I put it on this and this guy's like, that sounds like a Hail Mary. Well, heck yeah, it's a Hail Mary. How often do you go turkey hunting where you actually physically chase down a turkey across a plowed field in big boots and while it's wet, your boots are clogging up with mud while the turkey can see you? That is not an optimal turkey hunt if you want to go textbook. So, number yeah. one, do I say I all that? I wouldn't tell you to do that on any uh, real tree outdoor type show. So. <laughs> that's right. So, I did normally, that's my MO, right? Call this 
this dude out for for overstating the obvious. Well, you have an uncanny ability of overstating the obvious. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> so Thank I you, don't. I let it go, and and I said, well, I said I'll be honest with you. The majority of my birds that I've shot in the last bunch of years have been over sixty yards. Right, Dad? Yeah. Because. As we've stated on this podcast before, I take deer hunting way too serious. Turkey hunting, I don't. I like to have fun. I like the run and gun. I like to chase them down, and guys will argue with you. So I said, well, the majority of my birds that I've taken have been all over 60 yards because I love that style of turkey hunting. I like to keep it fun. And then so chime another person, and maybe the same one, chimes back in and says something along, well, how many birds have you wounded doing that? Well, now, I'm going to say something that may make me sound arrogant. <laughs> hey, well, there it is. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far in the podcast, please feel free to call in with the time and a free deck will be on your way. Free deck, I'll do it. I'll do it. Free deck will be on your way. Absolutely. So, so yeah, so it may, be, it may sound a little egotistic, but I know who I am. And so I don't mind tooting my own horn. Yeah, well, what have we covered? I've shot the 16th largest bird in Ontario. I've ch- chased one down. I've shot one on the run. I, I'm getting pretty egotistical on this story already. So regardless, yeah. so I said, well, I got to tell you that I've shot the majority of my birds the last bunch of years over 60 yards. And quite frankly, I said, that's how I enjoy turkey hunting. So this person asked, what's his effective range? I'm answering what his effective range is. So somebody else chimes in. Well, how many have you wounded in those years? And so here's the arrogant part. Well, I think I can, I can count and I know how many I've missed from when I pull the trigger to when they drop. And dad, you've hunted with me every single time. Yeah. So I believe that totals three in 20 years that I've missed that you've missed. And one of those, I actually hit with my bow, put it right through the center of that Turkey at 12 yards on that same day. Those coyotes came up on each side of my tent. I actually had a Tom come in after they left about an hour later. I put that arrow right through him, right through the middle of him, which I wanted to go a little bit lower and try to ground him. And he wasn't popped. He was walking. I put it right through the middle of him. He flew up sideways in the air, landed back down at 15 yards, looking at my tent, gobbled and walked away. With I went and got my arrow. It's got the inner fur from the turkey, like through the feathers, and it's got that fur rolled up on it, blood. And we looked for three hours. I went back that night and looked for another two. I had a kid come through on a four-wheeler, and I asked him to help us look, and we never found that turkey. It's amazing. It's amazing how they'll bury themselves into under a log. I've heard this. Whatever it is, they just... I've never seen it. I've never seen it. But but regardless, I said this on this Facebook post. And so the other time was me and dad trying to get a double header. And I have no idea what I was aiming at. I guess I I plum missed. I mean, it was what dad 40 yard shot. Oh, it was a good one. I would say it's closer to 50 because I was iffy about it. They they were coming and then five hens came out across the field to our right. And they made an abrupt turn away from our decoys and started going towards the live hens. And I said, oh. One, two, bang. It's got to be now or or never because they're going to get further away. And it was... It was long. It would. It had to be at least fifty yards. I appreciate that, Dad. But still, I missed. 
and it ran away. Yeah, we yeah, bring that up, Bill. Dad got his. <laughs> no, I was just curious. Don, did you get yours? Didn't you? Yes, yes, I did. He Yo, fell, I'm not surprised. Fell no. right there, and and, <laughs> and Todd's turned around, jumped, flew away. He fired twice more, and it kept flying. And <laughs> I ran said, out of shells before he ran out of birds. Yeah, I, I said, I got mine. How'd you do? He says, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other time was a few years ago in the field where we were goose hunting when you came down this at for the oh, night yeah. for the night hunt and in the backfield it rolled and i walked down the tracks and i looked through and there is a whack load of toms coming out of the woods and, and with heads and i'm like holy crap i belly crawled because the field rolled i belly crawled across and i guessed man i bet you there were 65 yards i've shot them i've shot them farther than that i lined up and i pulled the trigger and every turkey scattered because i had to get up on my knees and they all looked at me as i lined up and we're like what's this and it bam and all of them i mean there had to be 18 turkeys in that field they took off back into the woods and i bam bam as they were running away <laughs> and i paced that off and i was very bad i guess i'm not a great 3d archery tournament shooter because i think it was about 88 yards <laughs> you're a little a little was, further than you thought it was, off, was it? i was crawling across <laughs> that field but but so that one maybe i did wound but i mean hey uh, how many people have shot at 20 yards and missed and did you wound it? So this person's like, and I'm going, you know what? This guy was just asking, what's his effective range? I was given stories. And so I'm like, I've hunted for 20 years. I've got 13 mounts on the wall and this is what I've done. Uh, th- I've shot him over 60 yards, majority of them, da, da, da. And some guy's like, wow. So you had to tell us you had 13 mounts. Nobody's impressed. And there's a guys on here that have been hunting for 38 years. And I'm like, really? Because that would be my dad's age. And I'm not seeing a whole lot of those, but okay. And really, what did that, any of that have to do with the dude asking about what's the effective range of, I was just trying to, I don't need the accolade. I could, I could put pictures of myself up on Instagram and on Facebook, and I don't have to go on those groups for accolades. I want to toot my own horn. Trust me. I got other mediums, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. you know what the, you're absolutely right. That's part of the reason why I don't get into the inner comments and that, because I just can't stand the negativity. I really can't. I can't stand that people are, maybe even the guy that was legitimately asking a, a question, maybe not on this case, a new hunter. Let's let's just say there's a new hunter out there that's asking a question and just gets tore up for not knowing. Yeah. And, and that bothers me to no end because people. Egos. It's uh, egos. So it's, I can it's admit ego, I have an it's, ego. It's arrogance. It's, yeah. If you can admit you have an you, ego and know it, you then know you can you, help people because I know who I am. I have an ego. I'm going to try to manage it. But it's the people I don't think they know they have an ego, and that really hurts them. Like to me, why yeah. did this guy even care enough to comment, well, you're wounded birds? And what, 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 are you, are you going to change my mind? <laughs> Clearly he didn't know yeah. who he was talking to because this is how I hunt turkeys. And after what my point is saying, I've done it for 20 years is I did the wait till they're 30 yards in. That is too serious and boring of a hunt for me now. I mean, yeah. if they do, I'll still shoot them there. Trust me. That's still fun to do, but I don't usually wait all day for one. If I hear one goblin, Hey, I'm coming after you. <laughs> yep. Quite frankly, yeah. I don't know why anybody asks a question on Facebook because there's too many people out there that that just I don't know, they just say anything. I've seen people put pictures. Can you tell me what this animal is? <laughs> well, that becomes then, a big joke. El like, Chupa El Chupabrera, El Chupabrera. <laughs> yeah, they're on there, they'll name like eight different animals. Like I'm trying to think, okay, is that a 
Is that a mink? Is that a marten? Uh, that somebody should really know. There's differences, right? And and so you get somebody give an answer, and the next thing you know, and then it just goes crazy. Somebody will even say Sam Squatch, you know? Like, here the guy is. He really wants to know. He's curious. Does he really he, want to, Dad? Well, or because I don't know. I'm the dude I, saying Sam Squatch. I wanted to. I saw the picture. I thought, okay, well, what is that really? And you know, who knows? You know, why would you even put that question on? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I only do I it if even, I have lots of battery. And then I, I guess go through those anymore. that's what I get called a, a troll, which I had to look that up. I didn't know I was a troll, but I will own it. <laughs> I have a blast. Anyway, that's well, my rant. So you got my turkey yeah, hunting good. story. You got a little bit of bragging, some egotistical, but you also got my rant. Look at that. I covered the gambit. Yeah, it was a full circle, close the loop type Todd story right That's there. That's a Todd and a half. That's what we call that, yeah. folks. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't know where else to go, but that was, uh, my tea's getting uh, a little bit to the empty, at the bottom of the glass here, which is <laughs> cause for concern, you know? <laughs> it's it's just about that time. You got to put it down, pick up your knitting needles, and we don't want to impede you from doing that, Bill. Well, I appreciate your What uh, do you knit when it becomes summer? Enough. Like, the weather's getting warmer. Is, is wool still a thing? Like, what are you going to do it now? Is. I'm, I'm always going to wear wool. I mean, it's just uh, hot tea and uh, uh, my hat. They go so far and we're going to make some new, uh, new projects for, for the summertime here, just to, to keep you guys on, on the edge of your seats. And interested, I think. <laughs> so, Looking forward to it. I'm, A gun I'm anxious. You know what? I, I'm anxious to not to go too, too far. Cause we're at the, the end of my teacup here, but um, I'm anxious to, uh, to, to get onto the trap field. And I saw the, uh, the schedule out for the ATA shoots and Candace and I had a, had a conversation and well, and this is what we we're talking about. Candace and I had a conversation and she said, you know what, maybe financially this year, just because my daughter's going to school, you can't hit everyone. Well, why don't you pick a couple? She you were going to hit everyone then, financially. I don't know if anybody could hit everyone. No, no, no. no every weekend or something like that. <laughs> there's, there's one. I, oh yeah. I, last year, my thought last year, honestly, was every weekend, Try try to go and and hit one. You know, learn a new fight. You know a new what? Club, if you were able to people. do it every weekend, you'd darn near make the Ontario All Star team. Oh yeah, yeah. I, just because of target requirements and and stuff like that, I think I think you shoot that much. Hey, you'd get better. But yeah, I think I think so. I think you should do it, Bill. I honestly well, I don't know where I'm going this year, Bill. Even myself, like Wednesday night, I'm still fighting the shoulder. I'm exercising it. But I can't get past 22. Uh, my best score has been 22 since I, I ripped the Oh, and he looks apart. all weird trying to put the gun up. Like, he, yeah, I make yeah. fun of him. I, I should. I got to figure out a new way of shooting because <laughs> I hold the gun different. The gun doesn't do what yeah. I want it to. He needs a lighter gun. He's shooting the heaviest gun on yeah. the planet. But right now, I need to get the strength back in this arm. So I don't want to exercise with a light gun. I want to struggle with my own gun to build up the strength. By the time I shot the third round... Oh, uh, I I'd put it up and it'd fall. I'd have to put it up again. My arm was worn out, so I want to get yeah. the strength back. So I don't honestly, I don't even know where I'm going. Steroids, registered targets this year. Steroids. Well, I got my, <laughs> my old trap gun. It's light. We'll get you going. I think what, what we committed to, Candace, Candace and I said, why don't you? Uh, um, the Thursday night 
um, deal. It's just a practice night. She said, "Why don't you go out two, three rounds every Thursday? Make it like make it a a weekly. You no matter what's going on Thursday night, you're at the gun club for two or three two or three rounds." I'm like, "Yeah, I married the right woman." If she's telling me to go to the yeah. gun club, well, that's what and we second, do. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. You're absolutely right. And Everyone, second, she says, "Pick a few and and go." Yeah, and every I'm thinking the St. Thomas go ones are three rounds. Oh, you have to come to the St. Thomas. They're the biggest. Well, and it's, yeah, it's so we got the May two four shoot. You got to hit the provincials. We're going to have yeah. the Canadians this year. Is going to be the rumor is it might be satellite shoot, meaning mm. at various different clubs across Canada, right? Be interesting. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, as the season comes, like I told you before, I am not shooting when I can't feel my fingers. It's not enjoyable to me. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> we went and shot last night. It was actually nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. It got a little bit windy. The wind started to pick up a bit, but it was all right. Those are just excuses, Todd. Just excuses. I need something. Me too. You're going to know I'm it gonna... when I don't need excuses. I will tell you the scores when I don't need excuses. When I right don't now? tell you the scores, you're going to hear excuses. All right. That's just, I'm excuses that's right just now. a trap shooter MO. That's how you roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, thanks for the chat for tonight. It was, it was good therapy and uh, everything else. Yeah. I got it Enjoy off my chest time. now. I don't have to go on social media and, and troll anybody tonight. Maybe not unless I maybe. get bored. <laughs> you got a full battery? I got, I do. I got a full battery and a couple more fake accounts. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you have a, a good weekend and more stories next week. Sounds yep. good. Thanks, Bill. I'm looking forward to the walk home. It's nice out there. So it's good to hear your voice again. You uh, take care. I'm looking forward week. to him walking home. <laughs> All right. Be safe. <laughs> yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bill. Have a goodie. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And, folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>